Abby, and this is We Have Notes, a podcast for the pop culture obsessed and the people who love them. Thanks for coming back to hang out with me again this week. Uh, you know, I'm still completely energized by the alleged Jennifer reunion. It's it's still not really dying down for me, especially like the more throwback picks the internet gives to me, like it just feeds it, right? It's so good. But I also did manage to consume other content over the past week. Uh, number one, Olivia Rodrigo released a new song, was the musical guest on Saturday Night Live on this past Saturday with Keegan-Michael Key, which was, it was a great episode. I love him so much, too. I have such a crush on him. But uh, she released her new song, Good For You, and it is like an angsty fucking, like, how dare you be okay when I'm not okay song. I feel like it's a Gen Z you ought to know. It's getting a lot of like Paramore comparisons too. It's so good, but it's like, so there's like these Gen Z moments that are just like, I hope that, I guess that therapist I got you is like working out well for you, but she gets, you know, angry. I've been literally dancing around like a maniac in my apartment by myself to this song. I cannot wait for the rest of the album to come out. Um, we'll, we'll like deep dive into that soon, but check it out and check out her SNL. I was so proud. I was like a proud big sister even though I like could maybe be her mom. I'm going to go with big sister energy um, and this little plaid outfit. And she wore front braids, which I may or may not have in right now because I love a little front braid. Um, so anyway, that's, that's made me excited this week. And I did also um, start watching hacks on HBO max with um, Jean smart as like a really famous, comedian um she's based in vegas basically has like a residency there and but she's kind of aging out of the demo that the hotel wants to bring in and she is convinced to hire like this younger writer to help work with her who is also kind of in her own she's in like the social media doghouse she basically got canceled for like a joke that she made online and it's just gene smart is a goddamn national treasure if you don't know this, it means you've never seen Designing Women, which is, that's on you. But, I mean, if, she was so great in Watchmen. I mean, she's, the resurgence of Jean Smart makes me very happy. She's so excellent on Mayor of Easttown with Kate Winslet. She plays Kate Winslet's mom. If you're not watching that show, like, also, what are you doing? It's wonderful. It's dark. Hacks is more, like, on, on the comedy trip. <laughs> But um, it's Hacks is so great that the first I've watched the first two episodes and it's like crass in all the right ways. There's like riot jokes, fingering humor, a challenger reference, but also, oh, a scene that revolves around Selena Gomez's Lose You to Love Me. I mean, this is very much speaking my language, but also has like real emotional resonance and feeling and like a POV on women and comedy and writing. So it was very like, yes, please. And thank you for me. So get on that. For sure. And also the pilot of um, the show Run the World on Stars about a group of um, black female friends in Harlem. And I loved it so much. Um, there was a line that really got me. It was like they described someone as not Hitler evil, but like Clarence Thomas evil, which I feel like is very specific in a way that I enjoy. And also the use of two shorts, blow the whistle, which much like let me clear my throat is guaranteed to get me onto a dance floor. Now, do I dance well? No, but it will get me there and I will be unafraid to show off whatever 
I what it, whatever it is I call moves. Um, so the show it's it's really wonderful so far. Again, I've only seen the pilot, but it will it's going to draw like inevitable comparisons to Sex in the City. But I, I think it's like it's like knowing that inside of the show, it's like meta that way. There is a whole conversation about this character who happens to be a writer, her ex, and she describes him as my big. And her the other friend is like, big was tall, rich, and he had a driver. If you're going to perpetually humiliate yourself for a man, he better be tall, rich, and have a driver. There's a very clear, well-established pop culture roadmap for this. So again, so it's like meta like that. and But it's also very much its own show with its own personality. There's sex, it's sexy, sexy sex, but also like whiskey dick sex which is like less yay, but all too real. Um, there was a line, dude, get a bed frame, which I think will resonate with a lot of you. Um, so it's like, it's fresh. It's its own thing. Um, but it's like the kind of program that I really, really enjoy. So definitely check that out. The other type of programming that I really, really enjoy uh, a lot of comes from the world of Bravo. And that is what we are going to talk about with my friend Alyssa Shalaski when we come right back. I am so excited about my guest this week, Alyssa Shalaski, because I was a huge fan of her work before we ever even met, like super duper big writer crush. And then thanks to friend of the pod, Michelle Ruiz, we finally did meet a few years ago, which then turned me into an even bigger fan of her as a person and a writer. She is brilliant and hilarious and honest in her writing. And you've probably read her stuff in New York Mag like Sex Diaries, Both Sides of a Breakup. Those columns are so popular. I love them so much. Um, the New York Times, you know, no big deal. She had this awesome piece that you may have seen that last summer called Is Sex Dead for Parents that went super viral, which I'm sure many of you can probably relate to the topic and you should find it. I'll link to it later. But Or Elle, Self, Glamour, she's written a million places. Not unlike me, she is unafraid to really put it all out there in her work. And I love that so much. She has a book of essays called This Might Be Too Personal coming out that I'll let her tell you about later, but I think you can imagine that that title alone is deeply resonant with me. And today, though, we're going to dive into our shared passion of the housewives and really all things Bravo. And I'm so excited because I don't actually know her every last opinion on this stuff, and she doesn't necessarily know mine. And we've actually refrained from talking about the new season of New York over text because we're, we were saving it for the pod. So what I do know is that Andy Cohen's Bravoverse is deeply important to us both. And I'm sure many, many of you. So welcome my friend, the fabulous Alyssa Shlasky. Hi, welcome. Hi. This is a dream. This like at the end of a very rough week on top of a very rough year, this is just like candy. And thank you for having me. Thank <laughs> oh my you, God, thank, thank you. you for wanting to come on and get like fucking obsessive with me on this show oh my god it's I get like asked to do I mean just by virtue of like the New York Magazine columns I get yeah to go on podcasts and do things and I don't say yes to a lot because I actually have stage fright and uh, like this isn't scary but I pass on a lot of things and so the minute that you launch this podcast <laughs> not only did I like not pass but I proactively begged you, <laughs> you did to come on it <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, you want to come on? I was like, so flattered. 
Well, I'm like very alone in my uh, Bravo addiction. I like you wouldn't think so because I have like a lot of cool friends like you who are <laughs> pop culture people. But like, I really feel isolated in my love for these maniacs. And oh. anytime I meet somebody who like can talk on my level, like high level Bravo shit. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, like, yeah. Right. It's like a homecoming. It, it's oh my god, it's very- it, it is. It's a special group. And before we get to Bravo, though, I need to know about how you feel about Benefer, because I feel like this is going to be my new, like, you know, we're reemerging into society, like, instead of like, how are you or whatever, I'm just going to be like, what are your thoughts on Benefer? Like, that's my icebreaker. So like, what are your thoughts on Benefer? Which is, we're, we're recording this on Friday, the real big news broke on Monday that they were like in Montana together, whatever. Do you have thoughts on this situation? I have so many thoughts. And again, when you like did your 11 minute news break, I was just like, I just felt like very much like held and and comforted by that because again, it was just like me and my thoughts and my memories and nostalgia and like wondering if I was like descending into madness because, okay, first of all, I was on the Ben Affleck beat for many, many years at Us Weekly, including- the fall of Ben. Like I, I kind of became a, a real reporter there at the tail end of the Benefer era. And I like to think slash I'm embarrassed to say I played probably a small part. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to go to Georgia? Cause I know people were dispatched to Georgia. For some reason, our dear mutual friend, Lara Cohen never sent yes. me to Georgia, but she sure <laughs> as hell sent me everywhere else. Okay. So the first benefit, first of all, I, like you, have a very, like, strong connection to Ben Affleck for no yeah. reason other than, yeah. like, my own bad taste in men. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I'm from Massachusetts. I'm a mass oh, hole. Oh, see, that's your, I mean, the mass hole of it all. Yeah. The mass hole of it all. He's very familiar to me. He's very familiar to me. <laughs> I, I, I bet. Um, I've been to his mom's house, like, in Cambridge to stalk her. She's lovely, which is not an insignificant Chris, right? detail. Chris right, right. <laughs> yes. Chris, of course, right. Of course, I know her name. She's super nice. And which means, you know, he's probably a fundamentally good guy too. Like yes, she's, yes. A, she's right. He comes from good people, at least his mom. And, that, and that's important. So I've been to his house when he was being really bad at like the New York nightclubs. I don't remember why he was in New York. He was living at Matt Damon's loft apartment on Lafayette Street. I was like at those clubs observing him and I saw him bring a girl home one night. He was engaged to JLo at the time and I reported on it and I was very young and not as ethical as I am now. And like, right. Very, very ambitious. And I reported the shit out of that. Um, my, uh, to the point where like I sold, I remember this was like the first time I kind of like sold out a nice person in my life. Like her, she knew the girl who went home with him and I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like we, I need her number. And I like, I was relentless. Oh my God. Like I, I would never Amazing. do that now. Like, yeah, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so it was a different time and we were different people and we were young and hungry and you know, it, yeah, I get it. it. I get it. it. It was a really different time in like the tabloid. Like it was the, so there were real celebrities. There was like, 
there weren't reality stars. It was exciting as hell, you know? Um, yeah. So, I mean, he's a fucking movie star and she was a fucking triple threat. Like, I mean, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. And he was a bad boy. Like that. Yeah. He was a real bad boy. So I like got the scoop on him bringing some girl home who, you know, whatever. I'm pretty sure they like did a lot of cocaine and fucked all night. I mean, like, you know, what do you, what do you think? Um, and then that published and like shortly after the end of the engagement. And then I was back in Cambridge where, and I got like the quote from him. He was leaving his house with a garb, with a, um, brown paper bag over his head. And I oh said, God, how, I how fucking forgot about the brown paper bag. Oh my God. Okay. <gasps> and I was like, how do you feel? I, it took every ounce of like courage inside me to be like, how do you feel? I'm waiting on a street corner, like a fucking scumbag. And I was like, how do you feel about the breakup, Ben? I'm, I'm so sorry. And he, he gave me two middle fingers and and walked to like the newspaper shop and like those oh two middle God. fingers made like made news everywhere like his fuck you to me was like our cover story <laughs> <laughs> what a time what a time all that to say i really like him i respect the double fuck you i respect yeah. like that he's disgusted by tabloid media and like his life has been really messy because of like the yeah. press. So I respect because, it all. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, from a former lifetime, I'm pretty sure we could hang now. <laughs> yeah. To- I'm, I 100%. I mean, I feel like everybody's changed a lot. I mean, I'm a different person. I've been to a lot of therapy since 2004. <laughs> like, I don't know. I understand. I mean, even just the way I consume culture is different. I can only yeah. imagine if I, I mean, I, you know, it was, it was, but like the, the youth do not like when someone said to me, a very young member of a project that I'm working on, I mean, she's so young said, did they used to date before? And oh. I was like, oh. and it was like totally innocent. I mean, I'm like, oh yeah, you were probably four or four five or six or something, you know, and then, but then the, the people younger than me on the team who are like in their thirties, early thirties were like <gasps> a gas. And I was like, yeah, this is how I feel all the time. Like, yeah. like you, you just felt old because someone asked that, like, yeah, <laughs> like I was a full fledged, like, I mean, a young adult, but I was like working in New York and was like the beauty director of a magazine when this was happening. Like I was not... <laughs> 14. You know what's so <laughs> I I remember your name like before I always I was always a writer and I always knew I was going to land at like a magazine in my early 20s but for some reason my first job out of college was at a PR firm it was the only like non-writing job I've ever had um at Nike Communications and I remember your name on the media list like this is almost it feels I want to say pre-computers but like we had computers but like <laughs> no, there was like, but it did we used the phone a lot and not a cell phone, like the phone at the office. <laughs> oh, that was my whole job was just bugging editors at magazines. And I remember vividly your name, maybe because it's an, a, a pretty name, but oh. I think you were one of like the only nice ones where they were always oh. like, call Abby Gardner. She'll like, at least if she's going to pass, she'll, she'll do it graciously. Oh. So I always like, I don't know, you were sort of baked into my my like psyche as like a nice person out there in the oh, media world. That's so nice. yeah, I'm glad I will, you know, and it was real because I, well, I, I had 
bosses early on who were also like that. And that's how I they I modeled after them, which is great because some people had real asshole bosses, especially back then. And they modeled after that. And I was like, but why would you be shitty to someone who's just like calling to do their job? And like, I'm an assistant. And I always remembered who was nice to me when I was like calling in products or whatever and like didn't act like I wasn't my boss or whatever. And they, they, I was just like, why wouldn't you just be like nice to people? But I you know how it was, way. it was not, a, I feel that way all the time, but it, there were definitely, as you know, on the other side of that, especially like a lot of people who were not no. <laughs> nice. No, but you know, then you, yeah. you look at them with love and light and you're like, well, yeah. they were, they were probably going through some hard stuff. Exactly. Like, you exactly. Know. But speaking of women who go through hard stuff, Bravo. <laughs> that couldn't okay. be a better segue because they are the, like we just started Real Housewives of New York, the new season, and they are all either going through hard stuff or they have been, they have been beat down by life. Seriously. I sat with Sam, my, my boyfriend who hates Bravo and is disgusted yeah. by my, um, all, all my friends, all my Bravo celebrity fake imaginary yeah. friends who I yes. always think about. Um, and I was like, I'm begging you for Mother's Day. Um, my Mother's Day present is just to watch Real Housewives of New York with me once on the couch. Like, please. He's looking at them. And I, I found myself explaining because he has no context, right? So I was right, like, right. that's Luann. She used to be a fabulous countess. And like, then you see her in her new, like, kind of not, like, kind of shitty one bedroom I mean, high rise. Not, my, one of my friends texted me and was like, I'm furious she couldn't splash out for something just for production <laughs> I that was the most unremarkable apartment I've ever seen like I I I don't understand it I think there's probably a backstory like, like I, I could have that apartment totally like that apartment is $3,400 a month granted that's a shit load of money sure for the rest of the world but like in New York that apartment's maybe $3,000 a month yeah so weird but it's then weird. I was like on the, on, the so ups, on the ups east you know like right with like the Wayfair furniture. Yeah. Like what? But she, her taste is kind of questionable to me. It is. It is. It is. But then all of them, I was going, I was like, and that's Sonia Morgan. She used to be like a fabulous sex pot socialite. And now she's like, she's struggling. She's really struggling on like a deep emotional. So I went through all of them and I'm like, they've all fallen from fabulosity or whatever. Right. I love them. I'm in it for them. But I almost feel like I'm watching because I'm like, they're my friends. They've been through a lot and I need to show up for them. Yeah. Well, they and they've been there for me, I feel like. So what was like, like stepping back, like what was your, have you always been into Housewives? Like what's your like Bravo journey? It's, it's kind of crazy actually. So I was engaged to a Bravo star. I don't like, it's not, he's not a Bravo star anymore or any yes. star, but I was engaged to someone <laughs> from Top Chef and he, I was never a huge TV person. Like I loved Six Feet Under. I, I had my shows that were my family, but like sure. more like prestige a little bit. So he was never home and I was living in DC and I was, I was completely friendless and, um, and missing him. And, and like, it wasn't a great relationship after a while. And so all I had was the TV so yeah. I, um, I mean, I, this is kind of like a likely story. I feel like a lot of people turn to Bravo when they're in like dark places and just yep. like need to escape. So I would watch tons of Bravo TV while engaged to my Bravo TV star who was never around. And yeah. I got hooked. I think you're so right about like, you know, Casey Wilson has talked about this on Bitch Session. I am, I'm just about to start her book and I know there's a 
the housewife's chapter in it, but it is so good. Her book. Oh, I'm so excited. It's my weekend thing. I'm so excited about it. The text wreckage me. of my presence. Yes. Text me as you're reading it because there were lines in there that I was just, I was like howling on the subway. People thought I was on drugs. Oh, there were, I can't there are some, wait. Yeah. Well, and she talked about um, turning to Bravo and the housewives very specifically when her mom died. And that was something that was very true for me too. And like, this was 2014 and I had already been watching them, but like, I couldn't watch a lot of things. Like I couldn't really even listen to music. Like there were very, I could watch like things that felt comfortable to me, like weirdly like Grey's Anatomy or like reruns or new ones. Like even if something was sad, I was like, no, but I know what this is. Like this feels like comforting to me. And like the housewives during that period and also during like stressful, like Trumpian times and like, even if some of those women are problematic in that way, Ramona, but like it, it's like when those, when, when the country was fighting so much and everything felt so stressful, it's like, I don't want to watch cable news, but if I watch these women scream at each other, that feels comforting to me. Like them fighting was like, ah, this is good. I I feel this space. Yeah. It's sacred to me. I, it's the ritual too, you know, it's like life is, I'm plowing through my days. I've, two young kids now in the pandemic and in a lot of work um, drama yeah. all the time. I'm plowing through my days and then I take a bath and I like soak in the bath and I clear my mind and I, and I like slip myself right onto the couch from there and turn on my oh. Bravo. And it's just like better than any Xanax concoction. Uh, you know, I, I, don't I agree. I agree. And so I, I love New York, Bev Hills. So we've gotten two new episodes of New York, which we'll dive into a little more specifically, but then we've got Bev Hills is coming. Jersey's on right now. I watched Jersey too. Um, I love Potomac. I see. I left Jersey for a little bit and came back, which was weird. I've heard, I've heard that that's a pattern. I, I draw the line with the women who make me feel truly nauseous. Like I can hate a lot of them and I can be yeah. like sick, sickened, but the ones who make yeah. me really want to throw up, like the Teresa's, I just can't. Yeah. I can't. It's hard. It's hard. I I get it. Like it's, it's the one where I'm like, yeah, you guys, I watch New Jersey. Cause you know, the other ones I'm like, you know, I'm behind on Atlanta. So I'm a few seasons behind, which is on me. That's on me. And I know it's a problem. Um, yeah. Potomac oh my God. is amazing. Potomac is the fucking best. I, for some reason had not watched Potomac and like last summer, but before they were coming back for their new season, which had, I think mostly, which had been filmed before the pandemic, it was like, they had it in the can and it was coming. And I was like, so I binged all of Potomac on Hulu. And I, it, and again, it was one of those things where I was like, this is on me. I'm behind. Yeah. I know I need to be here. And so I binged it all and then watched the the last current season, like live. And I was like, what have I been doing with my life? These women are incredible. Like, yeah. And so I'm yeah, in the process of all- catching up with Atlanta right now. But okay. I kind of well, I know what's I, going on. You don't like I'm 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 in the world of Bravo, so I know what's going on. Like I'm right. Like if I say Bolo, you know, yeah. like you I, I know think of a 14 inch penis, right? Yeah, like I do. Know, yeah. I I 100 percent do. And I'm like, and my sister in law was like, oh my god, Atlanta, this you know. And then we just had that whole the whole Porsche engagement. Right? Was that this yeah. week? Yeah, I mean, people yeah. are going nuts, but that one doesn't nuts. resonate with me that well because I don't yeah. really know Fallon. Like that, that yeah. scandal doesn't rock my world, really. Do you yeah. yours? No, and also because no. I'm like you know, and I I have, I don't have as deep rooted emotions. Like I would say, the New York women are where my deepest feelings lie. Like yeah. they feel like they have. 
And they just, they put it all out there, man. Like they poop on floors and talk about (laughs) menopause and do are so messy in their relationships. And like, but they just like put it all out there in like a very, it's a very New York way. And I, I don't know, like, what are your, like, how, how are you feeling about that? We've got two episodes under our belt. There will be three by the time this airs, but when we're, when we're recording, there've been two new episodes. So what are your, what are your first thoughts on the season? Okay. My first thought is, wow, they're really doubling down on Leah. I mean, Leah's yeah. amazing. I, I yeah. really like her and we have Me mutual too. friends and apparently she's even cooler in real life. Like, yeah, awesome. she's, I love hearing that. Totally. Maybe we can all hang out sometime. Yes. But yes. Um, they're definitely, they, they got the memo that everyone loves Leah. So I felt yes. that and I was happy to see that because truthfully, God, I, I don't know. I doubt it's going to be an exciting season. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm always going to enjoy, I mean, I'm sure it will be deeply um, enjoyable. I yeah. like Ebony. I feel like Me Ebony too. is so much like, I do feel bad for her, not because she's going to get like devoured by these women. Like she can more than handle her own with them. But I feel like she has to hang out with a bunch of really lame people, like and right. call it her job for a while. Yes. Like, I, yes. Right. Like, yeah. She, and, and for anyone who does it better. Know, yeah. She's yeah. Ebony is the first like black woman in the New York cast, which is obviously ridiculous. But yeah. And she's younger too, like Leah, like she's not like. And and one of the things I love about Housewives is you get to see women of a certain age on television all the time, which does not happen. And I think it's actually important that, like, we don't act like women shrivel up and die, like, after the age of whatever, 45, 50, whatever it is. yeah. You know, that's a huge important thing about the Housewives, like, culturally, that I think for people who don't take it seriously. I'm like, when else do you see women, a bunch of women this age on TV all the time? Like, you don't. And Um, I also realize they all act sort of I look their age this is I think they look amazing and I think they yeah. look their age and it, I like seeing that because it's like Sonia looks older to me like she really she looks beautiful I love yeah. everything about her hair and face and whatever but she definitely looks <laughs> like she's a, a woman who's had a life you know like yeah. a long life you see I've, it in her face I literally wrote her face looks fucking fantastic as does her hair <laughs> I love her hair. Her hair is so good. But yeah, she is like, she has like been through it, you know, and is going through it right now. But she still does it with that like very Sonia way. Like when she, she said something like, nothing works when you hit it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And I love, or her very awkward, like fish pond, like, conversation with ebony in the first episode and then ebony ebony made her like brilliant like fish diversity because she was trying to very awkwardly be like and i have this kind of fish and this kind of fish and these different kinds of fish but like it with sonia and then you could like, get away with it yeah, but she it can. was like it wasn't okay but it was sonia, not okay <laughs> it was not okay at all I I feel for Ebony. Um, Again, she's stronger and wiser and sexier than all of them combined. She will be fine. But first of all, it's it's so hard being like first day at school, you know, first day on the job. Like when she went up to her bedroom in the second episode and she was like, I'm good. Like I'm a little bit drained. I'm good. I think like the the writing behind that, like the, the feeling behind that was just like, I'm a little freaked out. 
You know what I mean? Like, I'm a little freaked out. Like, who who are these people? Where am I? Like, what is going on? Um, I I can Which see Which makes it. her so I don't relatable. Know. She has to warm I mean, up. It's so yeah. relatable. Yeah, because it's like, warm yeah, up. these loonies. I mean, they are oh lunatics. And they're so, so out of touch. Like, they're so... <laughs> it's I can't even blame it on the generation. I mean, or just uh, no. like the privileged Upper East Sideness. Like, I don't know anybody that out of touch... Honestly, no. but I, I don't know. I'm like a liberal Brooklyn Jew, so maybe that's <laughs> well. My- what do you think about um, Leah's conversion to Judaism? Boring. I didn't. I, I was like, what? I like that. <sighs> I, I, I mean, if if that was hinted at previously, I missed it or just glossed over it. But like when she she's like, you know, I'm converting, and then she goes into her whole. I was like, are we? Do- is this a Charlotte York situation? Like what is happening? And she's like calling her dad and atoning on Yom Kippur. And like, I, I, yeah. I is think this she be a- thought or a producer thought somebody thought it might be a good storyline because she's not going to be drinking. I doubt she'll fall right. off the wagon. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, her sexuality confuses me because she's sexy as hell and, and she hangs out with like fun single people. I I don't know really why she struggles so much. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe she's like confused with her section. I don't know what it is. I, I, I'm more interested in that. Like, why is she yeah. single if she doesn't want to be single? She could get anyone. Um, yeah. The Judaism conversion thing, I, I'm bored with. I bet you a million dollars the season finale is like Leah's bat mitzvah. I bet uh, you. Oh, Mark my word. Alyssa, you're They're so building, right. Right. Oh this is the my arc. God. It's absolutely. Right. That's going to be like the final party. Is like yeah, that's the mitzvah. <laughs> oh my god, how could I have not thought of that? I'm pretty sure, uh, like I can you're see right. that arc. You're, yeah, yeah. But I'm not. I'm really not there. For, I mean, I'll I'll be there. And then Ramona's going to be I'll like, the- I know a lot of Jews. I know Jews. I know a lot of Jews. You know, I know Jews. I've been to I've been to, I've been to so many bar mitzvahs. You know, um, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> Are any of them Jewish? The uh, the only well, Jews. Well, that's the other left. thing that's weird. Like, how do we have right. no Jews on a show in New York? Like, what are you talking about? I have. Well, Bethany I, was sort of. I a grew half up in. Jew. Uh, yeah, there you go. I mean, I grew up in Indianapolis, Indiana, and half of my best friends are Jewish. Like, <laughs> what are we doing in New York? Like, what's happening here? <laughs> but also, I've had haven't yeah. gone well. Like that, the the like the tall anorexic Jew who like beat up her <sighs> husband. Off air, I hated her. Um, yeah, she was not great. <laughs> oh God, she's like the op. We, I also have mutual friends with. Like she's in the opposite circle from like the Leas. Like she's yeah. Bad. Like that's like bad, rotten people, right? Yeah, there. yeah. Um, but um, she was a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta work on that. We gotta work on that casting. Have they ever asked you? I feel like you would be really good on the show. No, the only thing that happened is when I, I, so I wrote my last book, which was a long time ago, Apron Anxiety, was about my relationship with the chef. And a lot of Top Chef was in there because he was always leaving me to to film. And I was always like scared. He was like having sex with Padma behind my back. Like it like Bravo and 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 Top Chef played into so many of my insecurities in that relationship. So right. when the book came out, somebody from Bravo contacted my agent to ask if they could sort of like make a meal out of my book, like this expose on like Spike's relationship falling apart oh, or whatever. And I, it was a hard no. It was yeah, a hard no from I can me. imagine. That. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh God, what a complex relationship to, for you to have with the Bravo verse. But that's why yeah. like the housewives can sit in its own space though. Like that's a different space. Right. Although I, I make, I make um, a lot of space for Vanderpump, which we should talk oh, about. And um, yes. And the other one, what are those other uh, horror Summer house? garbage? No, worse. Um, Southern Charm. Oh, Southern Charm. Well, I watch all three of them. So, yes. okay. So let's, let's get to Vanderpump because I think we, there's a lot to discuss. The other, the only other thing I would say that is that I definitely, like, we definitely think Ramona banged Mario, right? In quarantine. Like, I feel like they, right? They were like together. I, I would have. Right? I mean, I, I'm into him for sure. Mar- yeah. Like, I mean, uh, he's one of the handsomer like house husbands. And I then- actually wanted to ask you that. Like, who yeah. do you think the hottest house husbands oh, are? I think, well, I think uh, Maurizio is like my number one. Who? Uh, Maurizio, Kyle's oh, husband. 100%. In, um, in uh, Bev Hills. And really, like, what a what a glow up they've had. I mean, not like they when Bev Hill started, and again, they were rich, but like they were like the lesser rich people, like on Bev Hills when when Kyle first started, and now like the agency has taken off, and they're like one of the richest. Like, yeah. I, and and like Maurizio, and also he's like I love that Maurizio always seems like he just had like the past few seasons, like just had an edible, like just got stoned. Like it's an energy I enjoy. They seem to really love each other too. Like I'm into them as a couple and he's sexy. And then I mean Mario, who seems like he was not maybe always the best husband near the end, especially has always been very handsome to me. Like me very, too. very handsome. Juan Dixon on the uh, Potomac is so sexy. Hottest man alive. Hottest man alive. Oh, so sexy. Yeah. Oh my God. Who, that else, last who else scene? do you love? Oh, those are my three favorites, but I have a like burning lustful crush on one of the uh, Bravo celebrity who got canceled, who nobody knows about or cares about, but I stalk him. Um, Max from Vanderpump Rules. Oh. <laughs> He's one of the bartenders who got canceled, yes. um, but he had sex with a lot of them and they all talked about his big dick energy yeah and how great he was in bed and i um i really in, <laughs> like get off on him yeah he's at first i thought you meant max like um lisa vanderpump oh, max. <laughs> son and i was like oh. but then i was like i quickly realized that's not what you meant but i was like that's an interesting twist I didn't see coming. You were yeah. silent. You were silent. I yeah. I didn't mean to scare you. <laughs> no, because I was like, I like I was processing, and I was like, huh, Max. Because also, I it's so funny because I was actually talking about Max, Max, Lisa Vanderpump's son the other day, because I forget we were talking about LVP. I mean, as one does with my friend slash Pilates teacher, and sh- and I said, you know, it's always been so interesting to me. Like Pandora was like getting big jobs in the company, the daughter. And then Max was still just like busting tables at, at yeah, Sir. I think Max, I think Max is like a, a, a broken bird and we'll never yeah. know the, the story behind yeah. that. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so Vanderpump, I mean, uh, there are a few things I've loved as much as I love like early Vanderpump rules. Like what a, just watching those idiots in their shitty, shitty West Hollywood apartments, which when I, I remember when I, the first time I moved to LA, in like 2005 and I was looking for apartments, like I saw so many apartments that looked like those apartments and you'd be like, oh, this is weird. Why is there carpeting in the bathroom? Like it's, 
And not every, the weird thing about LA too is like in that level of apartment, like they don't always come with a refrigerator, which was like very strange to me. But, and I'd be like, I'm a renter and you want me to buy a refrigerator? Like whatever. But anyway, those early seasons of just like yeah. fucking West and making Hollywood, terrible West Hollywood, just debauchery. like, oh, yeah. Glory. Uh, yeah. I had, I lived in LA too and did the West Hollywood, like, sir. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I ate at Sir before the, it was a show, I think, or at before least before was I was show. watching it. Um, yeah. And like the whole gross Fred Siegel scene and all that. Oh, that God, was- yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I lived there in 2005, it was like fucking Kitson was still like Oh, happening. Kitson, right. <laughs> yeah, That's on Robertson, you know, down the street from the Ivy. Of course. Um, of course. Yeah, that that but- was – um that. <laughs> I remember, I love LA, I love California. I love LA But I was single then and, or on and off single. And I was just like, I can't, I I don't want to like, I can't meet anyone here. I'll never meet a, like a decent man here. Like everybody in that part. And now I know there's like Los Feliz and Silver Lake and Echo Park where like genuinely interesting people live. But I was like, like, our people live there. Yeah, Our people live there. But in that West Hollywood scene, after like a minute, I was just like, uh, this can't be my life. Like this, can't, yeah. like I'm a good person. Like I can't, this, <laughs> I deserve a better universe than this. Yeah. And you like, and then you like watched it. It's like fun to watch it on Vanderpump. It's less fun to be like, this is who I'm meeting when I go out at night. Like, oh my God. Definitely. I love Vanderpump. I would, <sighs> I even with all of its like ups and downs and, and all the scandal, I will, I, I think I will say it's my favorite show on, on Bravo. I think yeah. even more than New York. I think I can yeah. say that. Yeah. So, so where do you think we go? Cause I, for the past couple seasons, like I would write about it in the newsletter and like, just be like, what are we doing? Like, where are we going to go? Like, cause you know, we're moving to the Valley and now we've all had babies. Like I just was thinking I, this morning I was like the, the baby name. So we've got Stassi has Hartford, Charlie Rose. Yeah. Lala has ocean Kent. Brittany has Cruz, Michael Couchy, by the way, cause we have to remember Jax's last name is not Taylor. Right. And then Shayna has Summer Moon Honey. Honey. Well, okay. So here's the thing. Before you say anything else, so that yeah. it doesn't get awkward, my son's name is River. Okay. I love the name River. <laughs> I think the name River is awesome. I I, I mean, love I love it. River. I fought hard. I don't I hate any of these names. I do. The thing about Sheena's baby name is not that I don't like the name, is that it doesn't feel like Sheena. And and we could lose the honey. Like, yeah. I love the name Summer. That was high on my list. But I my love Summer. From, I don't, yeah. I, I don't, I'm not mad at us. And not because you just said that. I'm not mad at a single one of these names. The Charlie yeah. Rose got like some stuff on the, on the interwebs, but like no one's going to really call this child Hartford Charlie Rose Clark, you know, like. But I, did they not know about Charlie Rose? I mean, Charlie I don't Rose? know. I, I or feel have heard like, I feel like that's just weird and they should have known that. But like, again, I don't hate any of these names. I, Sheena does not come off like a hippy dippy, cool, groovy girl in the way that someone would have the name Summer Moon as their daughter. But that's right. my, that was my disconnect. Is no, like, Sheena I love- should have, she should have a Madison, right? Like yes. she should have a Madison. Yeah. She, she should does. have. Yeah. I get like, it. This is like anyone- not her brand. It's not her brand. It's not the name. It's not the baby name of a woman who had that many photos of her wedding, her first wedding, like hanging in her tiny apartment. Like right. that's, that's where my disconnect lies. But separately from that, they have now, we've got four babies now and, and everybody basically moved to the Valley. Well, Stassi doesn't live in the Valley, but she's not on the show anymore. So 
where do you think the show goes? Like, what are you thinking? Because it is coming. We got a trailer. I know. And I, in, in doing homework for our session together, I listened to the Lala podcast. Um, okay. I haven't listened. It's pretty good, actually. Like a, a yeah. friend who I trust who like consumes good like podcasts said yeah. that it's it's actually pretty great. So I've started listening. Oh, good. I'll check it out. Yeah. it's And I like Rand, by the way. I, I'm a fan I, of Rand. I, I do too. I yeah, do I knew too. you would. I know. I know. I like him. I, I, I don't know. And I like them. I, his I business like them. model doesn't exactly make sense to me, but I like him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's a sleazy producer who makes horrible right. films, but I think he love, I think his love for Lala is real. Yes. I, I, I love their dynamic. Yes. Um, it totally works. I, I like not, it too. I'm in. Did you see her? I, I'm really, and I, and I like Lala. I think she's fighting the good fight. I, like she's, she's a little Same. bit fucked up, but she's fighting the good Same. fight. But her plus her her injectables have gotten out of control, and it's it's yeah. becoming a little hard to watch. The lips, it, the lips, it's so unnecessary. She's so damn hot, right? She's like, so hot, and she has a great mouth. Like without or just like, yeah, it's, it's a lot. That her on Watch What Happens Live, which like a few nights ago, also yeah. I watched uh, for homework for you. Um, it's she's hard to look at. Like I'm yeah. sure she knows, and it was just a misstep, and she'll deflate. But it's yeah. right now, it was hard to look at. Yeah, it's a lot. I know she needs to. They got to dissolve a little bit of that. Like you they know, they do. I'd love to see her as like an Earth Mama with no makeup, and like <sighs> I love seeing her like breastfeeding in bed. I, yes, I, I think it's gonna be okay. Like I think there'll be enough young, dumb, and horny people to keep the right? drama going and I want to I don't mind seeing them as new moms as long as yeah. right like I as long as they're honest so here's the thing I don't yeah. want I hate when people don't admit to how much oh I almost said, just sounded like Ramona and said how much help they have but right how many nannies they have how many night nurses well I, you meant not, it in the literal sense of people who help them <laughs> so totally like, help, yeah. like help, helpers to carry the baby around and like helpers right. to I don't want Lala like hiding the nannies from us. I don't want her to hide the fact that she probably got a trainer the minute she had the baby. Like you need to be yeah. real with us because they're all going to look great and they're all going to probably make it seem more or less effortless. And and yes. just let us know that that you have all that. So we, us, the other moms don't start feeling really shitty about ourselves. Yeah, totally. I think that, and it would also make it really good television to me. Like, and I'm not a mom, you know, and I, all my, most of my friends are, but like, I want to see the realness and like, I'm hoping Lala will, cause she does, has always tried to be like the, like present herself as like authentic and real. And like, I mean, separate from her lip injections or what, but as a personality yeah. that she tell, tells it like it is, you know? So but she's also very rich. Like she's yes. probably sleeping through the night be because she has oh, a night yeah. nurse. And by the way, I'm like, if only I had the money Good to have a night you. nurse when my kids yeah, were just babies. admit you have one. Like just I tell us. Yeah, yeah. Just tell us it's, that would be great. Yeah. And then hopefully there's the, yes. and then they balance it hopefully with some like young dum-dums like at Tom Tom or whatever, like, because you know, you want your young dum-dums doing, yeah, making terrible decisions, you know, like I enjoy that so much. The Dum Dum I never need to see again, though, um, is um, Tom Schwartz. I was just going to say, what do we even do with Tom and Katie? Because like, what are they like the Bubba's like I'm done. Like, I think I'm fine. <sighs> I'm, I'm I've been tapped out on Katie for a while. And Schwartzy hung around a little bit longer for me. Like, but I'm I'm done with those. Two. His little zingers are so stupid. 
And I can't stand him. I really can't stand him. I don't see and like Tom Sandoval. I see a, a lot of heart and I like, yes. him. I know he's, I, I know he's good people. My friend um, does stuff with Bravo, like interviews them for Bravo recaps and stuff. And she said, he's, he's very nice. He's very He kind. seems so nice. He see, yes. you can really see that like, you know, and he gets, they all, we all have our things, but like, he seems definitely like, and I'm interested in what they're up to. Like me too. I mean, I, I, Ariana, eh. but like, I do yeah. love if she's, if she's, I love women who know they don't want to have kids. I'm so interested yeah. in that I, because yeah. I was so the opposite in it. Like it just made my thirties really <laughs> stressful. So I'm sort yeah. of like liberated by her liberation, but, and I like Tom Sandoval, Tom Schwartz and Katie can go away forever. They, they do nothing for me. Um, yeah. I, I'll miss, well, all the, idiots who are canceled, fuck them because they, yeah. they did horrible things. So who cares yes. if we're going to miss them or not? It does. It's irrelevant. Um, who else? Oh, that blonde who was sort of like a self-empowered woman for a minute. The blonde who was having sex with Max. I think oh, she's gone. yeah. Um, who was, what Danny? Was no, not, um, I don't know. So who oh, no, else? Danny. Well, there was Danny. She was feisty. She was always getting into people's biz. Yeah. Oh, it's been, it's been I so like James long. Kennedy. I like him. I don't, um, he doesn't, he, I, you, maybe this is, do, I go do on and off with him. No, okay. I go on and off with him. I, I'll love him. And then I'll be like, I never want to see that guy again. And then I'm like, I love him. I never want to see that guy again. Like the pendulum swings very deeply back and forth with me, with him. So I get it. I never, I, and if, and if I'm annoyed with him, I totally understand why other people aren't or like where they're like, he's compelling. Like, because I yes. think he is compelling and his storyline has been compelling. And like, even when he's being terrible, it's interesting. You know, and he he has some real darkness in him. And like, I, I wish him well. I don't want him to be unhappy, but it is, I am interested in people that have darkness in them. Like that is interesting Definitely. to me. Oh, he's you know? so damaged. He's so damaged. So damaged. And like, and not- the mom, his mom oh. and that whole, oh my God, it's heartbreaking. Like that, it's heartbreaking. the stuff with his mom is very heartbreaking when he's trying to really, to, he's seeking parenting so much. And then, but he's also having to parent her. And then you see why he was like drawn to Lisa Vanderpump. Like it's all very, it's fascinating. And it's also so real because he's not um, bright enough to like package himself in any way. Yeah. So like yeah. what you see is what you get. So we're like, I don't know, we're in this, like we're in yeah. it with him and so it's true. painful and, and really uncomfortable. I, I like him and I, and Raquel's, Raquel's. I mean, that's sweet, dumb, dumb. Uh, yeah, mm. I'm fine with her. I don't want to see her go through more like pain. Like I don't want to be another person no. who just like makes fun of her. <laughs> no, I don't either. Like she seems very sweet, like and simple and like not, you know, like she makes mistakes like anybody, but she doesn't seem like an unkind person. And so if you're not unkind, then I can give you a lot of breaks, you know, like it's like, okay, yes. all right. So, okay. So you watch Southern charm too. So I do too. I still watch, like, what am I doing? Still watching that show, but I do. I mean, we're, we're hate watching it. We're definitely we're hate, hate, watching, oh, we're hate it. watching it at this yeah. point. Yeah. So are you going to watch the, like, um, that like Colorado show that has like summer house and Southern charm people in it that's coming? I miss that. What? Oh yeah. It's coming. There's like, um, there's like, they filmed some sort of something in, in like Aspen or somewhere like a winter house basically with like some of the Southern charmers and some of the summer housers. Uh, it will depend on which Southern, like, again, there's a fine line on Southern Char- Southern charm with the people who, um, I hate, but I really love watching them and I hate 
and like it it makes me want to kill myself like it's there's a fine line like I yeah. I hate um like I hate Catherine Dennis but I'll watch yes. her my yes. whole life yes and I, but yes. I hate Shep I actually really hate Shep like I can't bear to watch him so like in the early seasons I was attracted to Shep and I knew you were gonna say that yeah because he also reminded me of like a lot he like the way Affleck was familiar to you like Shep was very familiar to me like I went to Duke and he was very familiar to me in that very like college not even that you had to be yeah well yeah um but in the like in the like rich very rich old kind of old money didn't even have to be from the south because a lot of these guys were from like the northeast went to boarding school like the you know like wearing a Nantucket red shorts and yeah. like a boat shoe like you know and it, it he felt familiar and then and he was and he was a lot younger then and and and, and so I was like oh he's foppish and you know yeah fun he's, and that now is have- now it's not great and it's and and he's become shittier and shittier and or he was always shitty it's just like it's yeah. I I'm not attracted. I'm no longer attracted to Chef. No. Well, he's so Fox News. I mean, he's yeah. like if you're into that. I know you're not. But like he's I'm just he, the Trump era really yeah. um, was a reflection. Like like Shep is the Trump era to me. Yeah. And I can't bear to watch him. I also feel like he. I don't know where I'm getting this from. I feel like he has really bad breath, and I feel like he takes his underwear off before sex and there's shit stains in his boxers. I, I can't, like that's-, that's it for me. That's where I draw the line. Like, I feel like that's, I've never put that into words, but I couldn't agree with you more. Like that's apt that, I mean, we have no way to prove this and I'm not getting into bed with Shep anytime soon, but, or ever, but like that feels right. That feels yeah, so, so right. crass. I now officially like can't send this podcast to my mom when it comes out because she would think that I just sounded so vulgar. My father um, has listened. My father, that first episode, I was basically like, let me tell you all the horny things my friends and I think about Harry Styles. And my dad's like, it was so entertaining. Great job, honey. And I'm like, it really my was. God. <laughs> by the way, it really was. I was, I was like aroused by that podcast. <laughs> I have to like find some of the stuff we cut out and I or just, he has to come back and do it again. But yeah, so, okay, boy, before I let you go, I want to hear about what is up in your life. Like, what are you working on? Where can we find you? What's in the pipeline? Because I know there's like exciting things happening. So tell the people what's up, what's going on. The two big things I've been working on, um, which both just sort of wrapped at the same time just a few days ago, um, are my next book. Um, it's called This Might Be Too Personal and Other Intimate Stories. And it's uh, it's a book of deeply personal and embarrassing and painful and funny essays about my life as a love and sex writer, as told through my own stories of love and sex. So oh, I cannot <laughs> wait. I'm I ha- so excited. I think it's great. I mean, you know, this is like the- I'm sure it's great. I, I haven't read it yet. I haven't got my hands on this one, but I'm sure it's great. You're such a good writer, and you're like you just put yourself out there, and I think it's so wonderful and like and you're you have a great way of like turning your experience you know I, I'm just so excited oh, but okay go you. on well, go I'm on. feeling self-conscious I mean it's just yeah, like I'm the sure. writer way I'm sure it's really like, hard it's hard yeah of course yeah it's of hard course. but I keep saying like okay well if nothing else you were honest like uh, everything I said was the yeah. truth and and yeah 
over the top honest. So like who, who can really fault? Maybe people won't like it, but nobody's can really fault me for just telling my truth or whatever. Um, nope. <laughs> and then the other thing is, which I probably can't even talk about that much because it's not even really my project. It's the, the sex diaries. Um, the, I write the weekly sex diaries column for New York mm-hmm. magazine. And, and by write, I mean like I find a different diarist each week and I work with them to get a diary out. Um, it's, and I've done it for almost six years. So like uh, it's a lot of diaries. I've like, you know, I've peeped on a lot of New Yorkers' sex lives. I love it so much. And then like, I love, I mean, they're always really popular, but then like, it's like every f- few weeks, like one hits harder than the other ones. And like the internet, like wants to talk about it for 24 hours straight. And I love it so much. I know. It's that's why I always sort of like hide under my bed. Like, of course, that's what you want. But I'm also sort of like, because they are anonymous. I mean, I have their contact info, but right, I, right. I'm protective of the diarist. They've trusted me. So I'm sure. always like, when things hit big, I'm always just scared that they're going to be outed or, I, or you know, or I right. got something wrong. I'm paranoid. But anyway, so that column has been my bread and butter and a great, you know, a great source of pride for me for a long time. And um, it's being turned into a docu-series. So that's I, awesome. But I don't know if you've ever dabbled in TV. It's like you get so excited and it's it's so yeah. major. And then, you know, you get a bunch of notes back or like, you know, there, there's yeah. so much uncertainty and a lot of extreme highs and lows with TV development. I've been doing TV stuff for a long time too. So it's like, you know, a little bit of like, gives me a little bit of like my own taste of mental illness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, Um, I mean, it's it's, a lot. The behind the, the behind the scenes of all of it is really intense and especially for a creative person and for any person. I mean, there's so many different aspects of putting together a show or a movie or whatever, but it's, it can be really intense. So it's that's awesome. Like the, it's the, exciting too. I mean, it, it's intense in good ways and bad ways, right? It's, it's, it's just a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like when you wrap any big project, you're like, okay, I think yeah. I'm going to retire. Like, I think this is too much for like my, my, right. little, my soul. And then like after a week, you're just like, okay, what's the next like mountain I need to climb? Like, you yeah. know, it's just, not just like being a writer, being a creative. You're just like, totally. okay. I guess we're going to do this fucking thing again. <laughs> the pain, the joy, the agony, the questioning every single thing about myself and thought that I have in my brain. Exactly. Yeah, that's a that's pretty big stuff. So the, the book comes out next year, right? Yeah, hopefully you'll have me back on so I can like yeah, have an Amazon yeah. link and we can like really oh talk about it. Oh my God, 100%. 100%. <laughs> but then where are you like, do, do you do much social media that people would want to follow you on? Like let the people know where to find you in the meantime. For now. And I got to work on this, but it's just my, the best way to follow me. And I would be so honored if anybody followed me, um, is my Instagram. So it's just my name at, at Alyssa Shalaski. Um, and you can find me pretty easily if you can figure out how to spell my name. It's pretty, well, we'll put, I'll link, I'll put a link to it and do all that good stuff too. Um, and you're definitely coming back. I feel like we're, you're going to have to come back like a million times. There's going to be so much more to discuss, but thank you so much for coming on and taking time out of your day. This was so much fun. I could, I mean, best, (laughs) like the best, like Friday activity I could think of. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, you'll come back. Thank you more. Okay. Bye.
Thanks so much to Alyssa, who I promise will be back to talk more Bravo. And it, it was Dana. That's who we were thinking of on Vanderpump Rules. You guys, when I don't think of a name in the moment, please know I think of it like five minutes later and then kick myself. So she's the one we were talking about who banged Max. I mean, how could we forget that we had to watch her cringe stand up more than once last season? So yeah, know that when I can't think of someone's name in the moment, it haunts me for the rest of my days. Like I will forever hold a grudge against myself. I mean, I'm also the kind of person who will do laps around her apartment at 9 p.m. so as to hit her move girl goal on her watch. So, you know, I'm super relaxed on the inside. Um, Also, since Alyssa and I recorded, James and Raquel got engaged in some sort of mock Coachella situation in a yard, which feels exactly right. And so congrats to them. You know, they're they're kind of young, hot idiots. And, and Alyssa and I were texting about it. And she's like, you know, they may have just found the right people and they're really going to make it like um, Melissa and Joe Gorga on, on New Jersey. So yeah, we both wish them well. Congrats. Um, and you know, we're in prime Bravo season as discussed. So it's, it's like the reality TV equivalent of the golden hour. You've got Roni, Bev Hills is starting, Jersey's winding down, Family Karma is back the first week in June, Winter House, which actually might have been shot in Vermont, not Colorado, but like you get the point. That's coming soon, though I don't think we've gotten an exact date. They also just filmed this sort of Housewives All-Stars with Ramona, Luann, Kyle, Teresa, Melissa Gorga, Kenya, and Cynthia Bailey. I think there was a real miss in not having Sonia there, and we all know she needs the money, so I, I, I want to know what was happening there. And there's almost always a below-deck situation happening on Bravo at any given time. I've kind of fallen off that show, but I know a lot of people love it. Um, and then if you're looking to get in on the Bravo Expanded Universe, of course, Bitch Sesh is sort of the gold star of Housewives podcasts. I've been listening to Casey Wilson, who we mentioned earlier, and Danielle, Danielle Schneider since they launched the show, and I'm a few episodes behind but it's still very much a go-to for me. Danny Pellegrino's Everything Iconic and his social feeds are also great to follow. You definitely should be following Two Judgy Girls on Instagram, as well as Comments by Bravo, which is an offshoot of the Comments by Celebs account, which also you should be following. Um, there's just so much, you know? I mean, some people have Marvel, we have Bravo, and and God bless, and God bless everyone involved with creating shows for these maniacs to be on our television. Uh, but as always, thanks for listening. Thanks to everyone at Speak Studio, especially my man Tim, who helps me put this show together. And you know, follow on uh, Instagram at We Have Notes or at Abby C Gardner. You can rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You can email if you have a topic you would like to see us talk about. We have notes at SpeakStudioPodcasting.com and. In the meantime, until next week, just, I mean, hopefully you'll enjoy some Bravo. It really does bring so much joy into people's lives. And uh, I will talk to you soon. 